already done a podcast this morning. Oh, it does a little bit. We're, re- we're recording it uh, 20 past 11 now, which is probably three hours after the time we usually record on average. Probably even more so, actually. Mm. So we've just had a very protracted discussion about our situation and where we're at. So we had a day off yesterday, which obviously, as per usual, wasn't really a day off. Um, it's more so just becoming a day off podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> we miss it. It's we, I, I'm, I feel so weird. I feel a bit thrown not podcasting on a Monday. Yep. Uh, so I, I don't even know if it's something worth... Like, do we just do we just keep do podcasting keep... through Mondays? Well, I, It's I, not I, a bother. It's like a part I genuinely enjoy in the morning. Yeah, it is interesting. I, I do. I did feel a little bit like, oh my God, it's 11 o'clock and it's only 11 o'clock. Usually yeah. it's like, oh my God, it's one o'clock already because we've... But it's not in a bad way. It's like we've done so much yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I feel like we haven't podcasted for like a week. I know. It feels like that every every time when we miss one... Uh, when we don't miss, when we have the, the, the day off. I mean... We could ultimately just keep going. I mean, if we feel like it, and then if we want to have a day off, just 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 yeah, just basically of the morning, and you know, otherwise it's just because it's just become a part of everything. Because it's something now. that like I don't mind doing, like same as you. Yeah, like, I don't actually mind sitting here and having a conversation. It's, it's fun, really helpful, and it's fun. Yeah, we work a lot of stuff out, and we're putting ourselves out there as well, which is really <laughs> so. Why would we take a day off? To yeah, do that exactly. I don't know exactly why we. Do. I, th- I feel like we did it because we had a perception that we needed to recharge our batteries a little bit, but. <laughs> Not doing it the process, feels like it's actually draining them faster. Yeah, but you don't kind of get a, a day off in the process. That's it. So it's like we our day off was not even a day off. Yeah. I, mean, I had to make it a day off, kind of, the second half of it by playing PlayStation. But I only did that because it was a day off. Yeah. But I could have been doing a lot more other things. You could have been. Instead, you were just wasting time doing I wasn't wasting meaningless time. things. No, <laughs> I'm joking. You know, I was working on my um, my, my first Substack post. So we can talk a little bit about that later. But um. Uh, there's, there's a few things I wanted to discuss today. Obviously, <clears throat> one of them being probably a significantly larger than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the spirit of not completely um, dwarfing the significance of the first thing um, <laughs> with the with the big thing, uh, I wanted to just mention briefly that you had a realization a couple of days ago about that flatness. You, or not the flatness, but no. you said you'd been having that kind of weird feeling. And you realized, I think, the other day specifically what that came from. Mm-hmm. So that unusual, like when I woke up and I'm, I mean, if you've paid attention, but if you've just listening now, I woke up one of the mornings feeling really unusual and different, not bad. It was like kind of like a growth different, like a content and a more in control or uh, an empowerment, but not with the, like, like the followed adrenaline that kind of comes with it. It's just this, huh? Like I woke up different. Now, yesterday I had, or two days ago, that's right, because I wanted to talk about it, but we had a day off. Um, (laughs) I think we'll just can the day off. Yeah, we'll just keep going. Um, So what I realized, because it was bothering me, I was like, why? It it doesn't happen. This shit doesn't happen overnight. There has to be a reason or a trigger or an event that happened, a situation that happened in order to bring this along. And it was the that day before not that that not that night the day before because you suspected it that you must have had a dream or it was something in yeah your sleep something that, that happened, happened in yeah, yeah. yeah but that's not what it was at all because um i was doing readings for myself and i was really trying to figure out and there was a block and it was another like financial money block and thinking about your um the relationship with money and your past beliefs about it and it came up again and this was when you asked me, you said, um, are you, all you have to do left on your website is to put up the, um, 
the your art in, in make it a shop online so you can buy and I wasn't sure I was like mm, something's telling me not to and I'm not sure why I just might might, not, might do a reading on it and I did and once again that awesome um not awesome <laughs> very not awesome You're facetiously awesome For, yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> Maya um that energy came up being like, oh, oh, so you're, you're wanting to make money. Yeah. Well, that's not something that you're, you know, I'm trying to, trying to get me away from it again. Right. Cause it was like, you mean the energy that, that the, the cards brought to light that energy that you mm-hmm. were, you were kind Cause of, cause I asked, I go, look, I'm not sure what is, what's the energy coming through? Probably I'm not explaining it very well, but I was sitting there like, what is this energy that I'm feeling? I'm torn between two. I'm really not sure. And then the cards kept coming up. It's all within you. You know exactly what. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Just tell me exactly what it is. And it's like, you already know. And I'm like, I don't know. I have like an equal do this and do this. And I really, I had no idea. However, what I did notice kind of deep through it, (laughs) I was like, I'm actually trying to make one more, uh, more true than the other i'm actually trying to make myself not do it not put it up and just keep it as a gallery and not a shop yeah and i was like you little mm, yeah you little bastard like you came coming up again and you're stopping me again from putting myself like there is no harm in me making a shop like my art is already at the cafe it's up it's already available for sale and it's already available for sale on my Instagram. All the people have to do like, it doesn't matter if it sells or not. It's about me actually just putting it out there and keeping it available. And then once I realized that I put another like two or three cards and it was like saying, uh, what did it say? Um, don't, uh, like don't starve the world of your, of your art. Like nothing is it really by keeping it to yourself. You're actually denying the world of something like someone actually might want it. You're denying the world yeah. of what you've got, yeah. your gift. And I was like, oh, nearly, it nearly happened again. I'm like, this, this belief is so deep. And then, so after that, I realized that that shift, cause I picked up on it cause I've been very hyper conscious to it. So I don't make that mistake again. I picked up on it and then I thought about it. I'm like, this feeling that I have been having over the last few days all began when you pulled me up on pricing. Pricing your sessions. Pricing yeah. my sessions. <clears throat> and when, because when you did, and I did cry, but it wasn't for the reason like you made me cry. It was, you, it, you I spiritually up. slapped you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it shook the deepest, the core, the core belief, because I've been trying to find it and it shook and triggered the hell out of this and this feeling because I saw it for what it was as well. So it wasn't just you, you brought it up so, so much so that I was like, that's, that's where you, I found you. I found you, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was the beginning of my shit, like recognizing it and seeing it for what it is and wanting to deal with it because I did put my price up and I have been having a very different relationship to how I price things and I'm being cautious of money and I'm, I really feel different when it comes to it. Like I'm feeling more okay with it. Yeah. I was going to say, so what's that realization done for you in terms of your relationship to your work and, and to the money associated with it? Well, it's, it's changed. Like it's not, 
I don't know how I'm going to price it. I'll just wait and leave it. Instead, I, I know I connect to its value and I know that it's enough or it's not enough. I'm going with my, like, uh, my sacral, um, authorities. So you're like allowing yourself to be able to know the price as opposed to putting the responsibility for knowing the price in your hands, something else. Yeah. Or for, for some, yeah, for me or someone yeah, else. Because I mean, you're telling. around, I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? And you're like, you know what I think. And it's usually like two or $300 more than what I'm thinking. I think the frustrating thing for me was that I know that you know, and that's why and you said it kept <laughs> yeah. coming up in your reading that like, it's already within you. And most, like, I'd say everything. nearly a hundred, ten times out of ten, it's already within you. So everything's all. All you're looking for when you're plucking cards, or you're you're you're, you're confiding in someone, or yeah. whatever, you're just trying to have confirmed that inkling that you already have. Yeah. And that's majority of the time. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think I know, and I have so much faith in your intuition and your that <clears throat> your ability to sort of know things and feel things that I knew that you already knew what the price was. Mm-hmm. It's about liberating that intuition in this particular. Um, area area of your life because obviously you've liberated your intuition in other areas and you're allowing it to guide you very comfortably even through the work itself you're very good at letting your intuition guide you through the work that you're Mm -hmm. doing but in other areas obviously where it's you have a bit more blocks you've you're you're blocking your intuition from doing it but Mm -hmm. i know that you have within you the ability to know even the things like pricing yeah and so that being the case that's what was like really it was really frustrating to kind of watch this to, to see what you sort of justify this block without realizing that that's what you were doing mm. and going, what, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And, and and I was like, I'm speaking, <laughs> like I'm explaining to yeah. you. And you're like, that's not what I'm talking about. Like you are. I literally saw like, I almost <laughs> saw this, this like gremlin little devil thing sitting on your shoulder, whispering in your ear. Yeah. And and it's like, we both know it's And there. it's like got the other uh, little angel version of yeah. you like tied up yeah. around and being like. And you're, and you're like justifying yeah. to me. You're saying this little gremlin, oh, he's not that bad. He's, he's kind of cute. If you look at him in this certain angle, like his skin color, it's like kind of repulsive if you look front on. But if you see it from where I'm sitting, it's actually not that bad. And you know, it's, it's, it, it means well, you know, he's, he's got my best. In- like it's you sickness. were, you were like justifying this little gremlin thing to me right there and I'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so yeah, it, it's good though to, to the fact that you've put so much work into like you're genuinely wanting to be better and to improve and to see this situation through in a more beneficial way for, for you and for us I'm really it's really nice because yeah because you, you stick with it right you don't it doesn't come across your awareness and then you just sort of let it go you are very good at actually following up on um, those things that the things like this for yourself mm-hmm. in terms of your own growth yeah and what you how you need to overcome yourself you follow up on it which is awesome I, I, it is inspiring for me to see that and it does provide an example for me to follow when you're like that because it's very difficult to actually not only come to terms with or recognize that kind of gremlin but then actually to continue to stick with it and really see through doing something about it and yeah. so the fact that it actually wasn't even in that moment that you had the full realization it was that you actually had to go away a couple of days later have another reading about something else mm-hmm. about the art mm-hmm. not even your sessions about the no. art yeah. and then that brings more comprehension about this gremlin yeah. um, than the actual moment when it was sitting on your shoulder and the fact that you're able to do that and continue to tie those things tie numerous different um, experiences that you have back to one sort of source point to give you a more rounded uh, perspective on exactly what it is that you need to overcome. I think that's incredible. And it's a really, I think it's fantastic. Thank you. So, um, 
Yeah, it's, I'm really relieved that now it's it's you've been able to kind of overcome that block a little bit. Well, the thing is too, <coughs> and what I have to be careful of now, especially if I'm de- devoting myself to back to my work, back to the card readings, back to the energy readings, back to the readings in general and working with people in general, I too, I have to be doing the work. Yeah. And I've been doing the work on my own, but now I have to keep going but, and I have to not be not not doing it for others but they're a driving force for me because my work is my driving force it's like the only way i get better is by doing that work well they're kind of like this podcast we've we've brought it into the routine so it feels weird when we take the mondays off these days because it's like what well, monday is no longer part of our routine yeah so it's kind of like how we've actually maneuvered the podcast to become like an actual part of our life that we look forward to mm-hmm. like an integral part of our process type thing um it's almost like your work has become just a, another embodiment of your personal process too. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it is. And that's, and I think that's why this time it is different to when you've tried to do things in the past. Mm. Because in the past you were trying to project, project your work onto your like, in, like onto yourself yeah. type thing. But yeah. now it is you it is. yourself. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, putting it out there. Well, I can best relate now, especially. I mean, the more experience I have. The, the the more um, the more not certification but uh, what's the word like you just have more experience the more knowledge. experience I have the, the, yeah. the, the more I feel like I can give if I have experience in overcoming a core belief especially around money and especially coming from a generation that like was in scarcity and like in wartime and like that or and I can feel that coming through and for me to work on it and find it and it is it hurts but I'm so relieved that I can see it for what it is and I can I can do something about it right I'm in a position to do something about it I don't know if it's it's not all going to clear because It's not just about pricing my work. It's about now. It's 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 not just pricing about my pricing my sessions. It's about pricing my art, which is very different to my sessions. Then after that, it's going to be like how it's going to be the other way. What am I going to think something is worth in terms of how am I going to buy things? That's something that we don't have a lot of because um, there's a lot of things I want right now. However, um, I've still got I can't afford that in my head. I can't afford it. It's too expensive. Whether that be a course, whether that be um, astrology reading, whether that be clothes, whether that be anything like that, I now have that to overcome. That'll yeah. be the next thing to overcome. So it's money, it believes in itself. It's money in every area, how you spend it, how you value it, how you use it, how you accumulate it, how you, how you everything. Like all of that, every little step that we take, I get hit with something that seed that core like i was saying in like way earlier episodes that it's like the root yeah you've yeah, got it's a the root. seed that's got yeah. a trunk but it's got all these all roots the roots. that all come from that same that's sort exactly of core right. and it's about you can sort of find the core and obviously if you if you can find the core then you can hopefully kill off all the roots right, yeah. but until you're able to find that like that bullet for it yeah. type thing it's kind of you're going to continue to dig up roots and the thing is you have to you have to keep going and that's what i'm doing because it doesn't it doesn't just stop like i I recognize that it was stunting. It is so seductive. Like I can't even tell you how I was sitting there and actually filmed myself. Um, I film all my readings now because the last two or three or two, especially I've sat down and I haven't wanted to sit down. And I thought that if I sit here, I'm going to get something, I'm going to get hit by something that I don't want to do. 
And more often than not, you do regardless because you know, it's my intuition telling me, you got to do it. But I didn't know exactly how to go about it. That's why I sit there and I take it. And I'm like, I'm here and I'm, if anything else, I know that I'm responsible, that I have control over this situation. I can choose how I go through it and go about it. So if I've got this problem, if I've got this belief that is stunting our ability, both you and I, stunting our ability to move out, to earn money, what, what, what are we doing? If I'm going to hold it and I'm going to be like, it's not that bad. I'm just going to keep forgetting about it and not worrying about it and hoping that it just magically, like it's in God's hands, God will just, it'll deal with it. Like it'll work itself out. That is, that's giving away your responsibility. You have, you have believed this and you're continuing to believe it. You practice that belief if you ignore it. You maintain it. You just literally put that thing back to work in you. Mm. If you avoid it, you're just putting, you're just sending it back to work. And that, and, it, and it'll, it'll do it. It'll do its job, especially when you're not paying attention and it'll fuck shit up too because you're not paying attention to it. You're not overseeing it. You have to like oversee your system that's going on inside you. And that's what I've been doing, especially now, because if my work is going to be our source of income at the moment, I need to make sure that my money beliefs are clear, mm. that my money beliefs are strong. And it, it, it hasn't been. And I'm like, okay, I know that, but it's not my, it's not my fault. It's just how things have been and how my experience, but I get to choose now. Like if I'm responsible for believing it, I'm too responsible for healing it. Sure. So you've, it's both ways. It's neither good or bad. It's just taking responsibility for it now. And that's, I'm like, I have, feel like I have not, not even just an, an obligation, but a duty for me and you to help us move out of this situation. But in order to do that, we need money coming in. And if this is our source of income, I need to have strong money beliefs. Absolutely. And I mean, also, you gotta, you got to be kind of be practicing what you preach, right? If, you're, if your work itself is actually helping to facilitate other people's journeys and, 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 and to yeah. provide a perspective yeah. uh, or, you know, consultation on perhaps what is it that's happening in your life? What is it that you need to sort of overcome? Yeah. What perspectives and mindsets do you need to have? How can you implement abstract theory into actual practice? That's it. You need to be practicing stuff so that you can actually have something authentic to be able to provide to as Proof. part of your service. Yeah. yeah? yeah. <clears throat> it kind of goes back a little bit to what we were talking about in the last episode, <clears throat> not to really get the whole conversation. But that it's almost these days, I, I know for me personally, I don't know about everybody, uh, but I see more, there's, there's more value to me in experience than in theory when it comes to your own life. I'd rather listen to someone who actually knows what they're talking about in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter to me necessarily what that person's professional qualification might be. I, have, I had a qualification for osteo. Yeah. I felt incredibly underqualified, regardless of an official qualification, I felt incredibly underqualified to be helping 50 year olds with their own health. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what do I know? I'm, I'm 23. How am I supposed to be in charge of someone who is twice, thrice my age, yeah. you know, and their, and their health? And because I, I had an understanding because of my spiritual beliefs, especially because I was, I was uh, really going down the spiritual rabbit hole in my final year of uni. And I started to change my, my views on approaching health and healthcare and all that sort of stuff. I started to realize it is a significantly larger element of your life, your own health, obviously, than something that you can simply do with a, with a Western model of healthcare, which is just evidence-based, empirical, science-based type approach to your healthcare. I think there's so many more elements in the human life and the human experience than what science itself can purely cater to. Mm. And so that was a model I didn't necessarily want to be a part of. And so what I found was that I had all this theory 
I'd have all this theory, but I'd have no practice. Like all I would basically be able to do for someone coming in is, is to tell them, best I could do was tell them at that point, okay, here's what the textbook says. And I think that I would rather at this point, I mean, you know, and, and this is a, a very uh, specific perspective and I'm not generalizing and I'm not slandering. I'm not saying anything about, that's just my perspective where this, where this is a lot of this has come from with me. Sure. So I find a lot more value in just knowing the experience of a person and going, do you actually, can you relate to what you're telling me right now? Or are you telling me something that was in a textbook, which textbooks in more, in most cases are generalized, obviously yep. generalized knowledge that you can then give me, you can give me perhaps the most specific advice you can based on a generalized abstract theory. And, you know, to me, it's almost not good enough. So if you want to actually be in a position where you can provide advice or counsel or anything with the work that you're doing, can you actually relate to what it is that you're saying? Or are you just reaching into the the abstract pool of theory and, mm-hmm. and pulling something out of your ass and hoping that it helps? Yeah. And the fact that you're embodying, you're embodying your knowledge in your own life means that you have direct experience, not with everything, obviously, but you have a direct experience with the principles that you're espousing when it comes to helping people. Mm -hmm. And that to me is more valuable than any official qualification on anything. How do you know what you know and why do you know what you know? It's not taught knowledge. It's knowledge that you've learnt Mm. from your own awareness and your own journey. It is also too what you take from it when you do read something, when you do... um when you do learn something, you still choose what <coughs> what you take from it. Yeah. Like I still say, you know, the, you know, I can give you all this information. Yeah, you want. I can I can tell you all the cards and everything, but ultimately take from it what you want and what you need right now. Don't worry. Don't don't worry about the rest. It's like you you make it what you like. I don't know each and every one of these cards. All the cards in the deck, I don't know. But I'm not I'm not a reader that is going to tell you that this symbols this because that's what it said in the book. The one person that I, the the main person that I learned from was Biddy Biddy Tarot. She's awesome. She goes put the book away. The the one way that you will one of the most powerful ways that you will learn how to read the tarot or any cards is when you trust yourself. Put the book away and and meditate on every single card or on the cards. Pick a card a day, and I did that for a while, and it does improve. You actually gain more trust in yourself and in your work. My intuition flew through the roof when I started to do that. And I, I, I think that that's incredibly profound because I feel as though when you get, uh, when you trust, when you don't trust yourself and your interpretation enough, then obviously you become more reliant on the interpretation of others, and your your judgment becomes biased by that. In- by that trust yeah. in someone else's interpretation. Well, you give away your power. But you're, you're the one that's reading the card, right? Yeah. So you're the one that's actually wielding the tool, but you're, you're wielding the tool not as yourself. You're wielding your tool as your projection of the interpreter, yeah. which is not, you're not allowing to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same kind of thing in life in sort of general, right? Yeah. If you don't trust yourself enough to do something, then you're going to kind of give that power away to someone else who you do perceive is trustworthy yeah. of basically providing you this information or showing you how to wield this tool or whatever. And it's about how can you actually trust yourself as the person that's wielding these tools in order to to create or use them to your own purpose type mm-hmm. thing. 
And I think that's that's what the, the power, that's what I really liked when you said that she said, put the book away, yeah. was that, well, yeah, you're the one reading the card, right? You can have an understanding just, just yeah, to start because you're a beginner, yeah. just to get some sort of backing and, and underst- awareness. Okay, this is at least the, the vibe that the card gives off. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of up to you how you choose to read that vibe because you're, you're the reader, yeah. right? Not the person who wrote the card. You're the yeah. person who's utilizing the cards. Yeah. So how do, you, how do they resonate with you? And that's how you can actually get a better awareness of how you are i guess as a, as a as a reader for people because when i began and yeah this is like not to mistake like don't don't ever look at the books no that is so not what i'm saying the only way you read is through every single person's interpretation <coughs> and then you gather it all and or everything you read yeah and you gather it all and see what resonates with you and yeah. how and you learn how you read pretty much if this is only in terms of card reading and <coughs> I did go through the tarot and I read the story and I listened to it and I made sure I remembered it and everything. But each card, like from color to symbol to shape, everything has a meaning and everything is deep, deep. I'm still learning things. Even I'm like, I don't even, I didn't even remember that. I don't even think of that. Things are popping up out of nowhere sometimes. I'm like, I didn't actually see it that way before. But that's only because I'm with a different person every time and their energy flows through and it means something different. And, and that's that's right, right? I mean, if you have a fixed interpretation of a specific card, then how do, how the heck can a fixed interpretation cater specifically to a complete, a plethora of different experiences? Like you, you might as well do a, just create a generalization. Right. Just You might as well just create generalizations and people don't get a personalized reading. They just get you reading the um, the meaning of that card. Absolutely. That doesn't resonate with them at all. And, you know, this is just me obviously learning my way and what works for me. I've had to do that because the typical way of learning and write, like even that I was doing a card a day and writing it all and stuff and meditating on it. Like I had to still make that my own. I couldn't yeah. just sit there and do exactly as she said. She goes... Use your intuition. The only way that you are going to learn is to build your strength and your skill of intuition because that's what you're using when you're with someone. If they're going to come up and they, they say, um, I'm here about my work or whatever, and then all of a sudden their love life pops up and you have no, you have nothing, you, you, got, you weren't prepared for the love life. Yeah. And then that comes up. What, what do you think guides you? Yeah. Your intuition guides you. You're like, oh, that's interesting. And you got to be open and you yeah. got to flow with them and you got to like share space with them and utilize them and go, let's pull another card and see where this goes. And you have to be on the fly most of the time. Yeah. Every client of mine is different. I love that each is different because I learn more about me and what my potential is and what I can offer and give. And it's actually, I've realized how much I actually do have. And because I, I don't give myself that credit. Mm. I don't, I don't, I forget how much I've been through and that's not like an ego thing. Everyone no. goes through their own stuff. But it's because you, it's because you implement what you learn as you go. I, I think that's why then when something comes up and I can relate, I'm like, I can relate to that. I can relate to that too. And there's, there's actually a lot more than I thought. There's instead of like just two or three, there's actually like five or six things that I can actually probably more, but I don't know that until the situation arises. But that's why for me, a big part of it is to be grounded in the limitation, accept where I am at and then allow myself to grow through that being like, this is where I'm at. This is all I know. These I'm I'm doing, I'm using these, um, the star code astro card deck, these astrology decks. I don't, I'm only starting to use them. I got them like, Months ago, probably when we were in back, it's probably over a year ago, I got these cards and I'm only starting to use them now because I didn't feel like I knew enough about astrology to to use them. And I've been studying astrology like religiously for over a year, yeah, more longer than that, a year and a half. And I'm like, 
I'm like, I got these so I could learn. Mm. I got these so I could learn more Mm. about astrology. So why aren't I using them? And I'm just, I pulled them out and that's our cards now. I, I absolutely, I think maybe. Just, I'll just grab the Just dog. bring the dog in. It looks like the, the clouds coming over outside are uh, not, they're looking quite ominous. So we'll just bring the dog in because there is a cover. So uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Mushu, sneezing Mushu. So, but yeah, oh, that's it, you know, and, it, and it's funny how obviously you, you become more ready over time as you go through more and you experience more. There's books that I got ages ago that, you know, I, I was in a, in a frenzy of perhaps buying this particular genre of books or whatever. But then my, my passion or my interest moves beyond that and I, I have to leave them. And they sit on my shelf yeah. and they don't get touched and now all of a sudden I'm ready to read them. Oh, for some reason, my... Oh, perfect timing. You just started bucketing down. Uh, I, yeah, my, my... For some reason, my interest brings me back around and now these books are relevant to me again. Yeah. And I read them and I'm, I'm absorbing them. Yeah. And it's the same thing I think with these cards. You got them because you had a particular interest or fancy at that point and then your life and experience perhaps took you away from it and now it's brought you back to them. And, now and I think that happens a lot. And I'm not going to hate myself for not opening them. They were there. The energy was there and it was encouraging me. The art, the artistry is beautiful on it and it's empowering. Oh, they're stunning cards for sure. They're absolutely stunning. And I'm like, they're probably the, my, my favorite, my favorite designs at the moment. I connect with them and... Now I think I have more of an appreciation because I've de- I'm dedicating myself to more and more to what I'm doing yeah. and um, and astrology and human design and all of that and symbolism and my the like what it, what I am actually what I actually love doing. It's also even with this podcast, right? It takes it does take, and I'm not trying to pump up our own tires, but it does take a kind of level of courage with this type of thing to actually be. We especially initially were quite hesitant in talking about human design and astrology and a lot of the spiritual stuff. Mostly everything. We were really hesitant about talking about a lot of it, especially because in this, in this day and age, it's not exactly, it's still not, it's still not a mainstream thing. If anything, we're still, it's still more or less ridiculed as just this esoteric nonsense, right? That only silly mystics and all that sort of shit engage in, but it's like, it's, it's not that at all. And I think when we started, when we got a bit more comfortable with the flow of this podcast, it, it helped to build up a bit more of the courage to actually just go, you know, fuck it, embrace it, put the cards on the table and we'll make references to the cards when, you know, when necessary. Because this is this is where your interest lies. This is the work you do. So why wouldn't I talk about it? Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So that, and it, it does, it has taken a bit of courage for us to be able to um, get to this point where we can actually just be open and talk about it a lot and not feel ashamed of it. And courage is not comfortable, FYI. No, it's not. So, in anyway, fact, it, that the our podcast card today is Leo, <laughs> Sean, <called> Shine, um, <laughs> being Leo. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. this. So this is obviously this is why I wanted to talk about this thing straight up, as opposed to the probably the the alt, like the, the much bigger overwhelming thing at the moment, um, because I didn't want this to be overshadowed by. Because it's very important to actually talk about. Well, yeah, you were feeling some weird change, and where did that shift come from? Yeah, and, and I really wanted to make time to figure out what it what it was. Yeah, and the fact that it is that it was that realization in that moment, even though even if you didn't realize what the realization was, like energetically or spiritually, I, yeah. you obviously knew because you woke up different the next morning, and yeah. then it took a couple more days still for you to recognize what that was and where it came from. Yeah, and that it was that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. how that has actually changed you now and your outlook on your money pricing yourself. I wanted to make actually a mention, I'm glad it kind of came back around a little bit, that it's something that I, I, I still don't necessarily have an answer. So I'll just put it out there. It's sure. 
because especially like I said with the podcast, we've made it part of the routine and it, and it is something that now is so natural to us and it just we enjoy it, right? Your work is something now that's actually part of your own journey for yourself too and your development. Yeah. So it's natural for you and you look forward to it. You love working with people because it does service that part of you that wants to grow yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So that's become a really um, you know, integral part of you as well. When it comes to pricing, it's almost because the work is your sort of journey as well. It's it's either it's either you're you're pricing your work, which is your output as a result of your journey, or you're pricing your journey. It's like it's a value that you're placing on yourself and your process, mm. your work too. So if you're undervaluing your work, you're undervaluing what your work is associated with, mm. and it's intrinsically connected to your own journey and your yeah. own process. Yeah. So if it's if there is that that real connection between what you do and what you are. If you undervalue one, you're also diminishing the value of the other in your own eyes, or at least energetically. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. And so, and that's I don't know necessarily if that's the case. I don't know if your work, your output, because I don't believe that your output is you either. Yeah. Um, I think that we're separate to what we put out, and I, I think that separation is necessary so that we can actually be able to sit back and have a bit of fun. Yeah. I think if our output specific it becomes us, yep. like is us, then it, we take it very seriously. That's when we start to take it a little bit too seriously. I think. Mm-hmm. Because we don't create the separation between what we are and what we do. Yeah. So it's just it, I don't know. It just sort of came to me the thought that if it's if it is a part of your your own journey and that's why it feels so good to you because it comes naturally and you feel naturally and per- you feel natural and purposeful when you do it um, is under devaluing your work also devaluing your own journey which it's connected to. But then again, is there does that separation exist? And in a sense, if you devalue work, it doesn't touch you personally at all. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like um, one of those two things I was trying to think there of. There is a, I'm, it's kind of like a yes and no because then you could say that anything you ever do, if you value it, someone else might not. If you know, I'm doing it as, as work as well. Yep. So I too am applying it in a different, not in a different way than I would myself, mm. but I'm. Hmm. It's not something that nece- it just came to me that thought. Yeah, that thought. Um, it's not something I'm necessarily. I would say that it's something that I've been struggling with. That's probably one of the things that have stopped. Has I've I've struggled with pricing myself because I know how much I've been through, but that could be nothing to someone else. Like, to, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. anyone. Like you said with the certification, it's like as soon as you say you're an osteo, oh my god, my back, oh my god, my knee. Can you like? They don't even care what where where it came from. Yeah. They just care that. You, you've just said you're an osteo. Yeah. And they don't know if you're a good osteo or a bad osteo. They just, they want that. Yeah. So it's like if I say I'm a reader, oh my God, you're a reader. Yeah, I want it. I want it. You know, and, and they don't really care about where. It's probably more about you and you valuing you than it is than other. Like, I think others will start to value you if you value you. Yeah. Uh, it, when you value yourself, like if I, I'm the more I'm valuing myself, the better I feel in the world. Regardless if I'm, I've got, I've got kind of less people around me and less of a social circle, or I go out less, I still, I, I find that I feel, I feel more comfortable in the world valuing myself as this and being this. So it's like you, you know your value, or you're, you're, you at least are seeing that you're some level of valuable. And I guess if you're valuable in your output, that value sort of leaches into your output. And so you kind of know because you value, you mm. value yourself, you also value what it is that you're, you're putting out there. And regardless of the price as well, because people have different um, 
what do you call it, barometers of, of value. People like, so some people think I'm under, the last three clients I've had, they say I'm all, I'm, un, I'm undercharging. And for me, I, I, I'm like, no, 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 this is just what I'm, it feels good to me. And then you get others where you're, oh, you're too, you're too expensive. I can't afford you. So everyone's at different value. The really prices. funny you thing was I mean? that at the time it felt good to you, but not because it was truly good. It's because no. it's what that, that fear part of you. So how many times can you actually trust what feels good? Oh. But I also knew it was like, even when I was saying it feels good to me. Um, it was coming from a place of fear. It was then. coming from a place of fear. Yeah. So I knew that, but it, it's like, but that's going to come up everywhere. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to see a beautiful dress and I'm going to see the price tag. And even though we can probably afford, we'll be able to afford it sometime soon. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to say, mm, I won't. And I'll, I'll get the cheaper one. Yeah. Even though we've already, like we've accumulated and we've worked hard and created that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you, you, we've always got this, like the, Money and value is um, skewed for everyone. Everyone's got very different um, a view and perception and experience with value. And I guess it depends on how much the other person values you too. Right. You value yourself um, and you price it at whatever price and someone comes to you because they know that they value you and they give you a tip or they like, I brought a cake over and they add that's where you kind of can connect and be like, okay, yeah, this is, this is appreciated. And I yeah. feel like I, my value is like, that's how it feels nice, obviously to be valued by others. Those that think you're too expensive or think they're not going to respond in that way. They'll respond in a different way. Right. So really it doesn't matter as long as you feel not feel good, but know your value because think about it. If I'm going to have a client for one session and it's at 242, what is that now? 242 compared to everything in one hour, two hours, compared to my entire life or my experience, I'm not giving them all that experience. No. I'm really giving elements of it. And I know that it goes deeper and it's like the whole process of getting to that experience and all of that. But really, we're all like we're, we're priceless. We, you can't value yourself like that. It's 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 a tricky thing to kind of overcome. And I think I'm just, this is just coming out. I'm not really sure. I've never really thought about this before, but it's coming through. That we're all we we created money to like for an exchange. It's like as an ex, a means of exchange. So my work, of course, everyone. The only reason, like, not to say like, yes, I definitely was too low for what I was doing. Absolutely. And you pulled me up and I'm grateful. And all three clients pulled me up too. And that was something that I needed to respond to and listen to because I've given them my service and they're saying, this is way too cheap for what you've just given me. I've been to other people that do similar work with for twice the this price, even more. And I did I, I felt lost after it. So I'm like, okay. I didn't know that. That's something for that's feedback and for me to kind of figure out. So I think when it comes to price, is probably different. So congratulations, to clients! You've fucked it for everyone that comes after you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but price is probably different to value. Yeah, in yeah, a sense yeah, yeah yeah because everyone will always value things differently yeah and it'll always go up and down you can never you will never be able to get it right oh, I the, think. the classic uh is it a platitude or a cliche are they the same thing 
I'm not sure. You know, the one man's tra- one uh, one man's trash, trash is another man's treasure. treasure. Yeah. You know, it's like what what you might see someone else tossing out as a valueless item. You might go, <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. yeah, which is more often than not the case. It's like we all value something different. So it it's it's all like. It just where you're at. It's, yeah. it's it's really hard. I I we're still figuring it out. There, and that's and that's it. There is a difference between value and price. Absolutely, that is a really good distinction to to mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm um, not fu- fully sure good. why yet, but yeah, because I don't want to make it a final thing. But I do think because everyone values things differently, a price is a price. Well, I think you, you, a price is just mm-hmm. uh, perhaps it's the best nominal approximation you can make to the value of something for the means of exchanging it for something else. I think yeah. that's the, that's the best you can do at a, at a, a equivocate. Yeah. Uh, equivocating is that the word for it <laughs> making making equivocal perhaps the you know two objects mm. like how many if i'm a shoemaker how many pairs of shoes would it take for me to have and if i need a, a table for example so i'm a shoemaker and i go to the carpenter how many pairs of shoes does that is that is that table worth sure. or yeah, or, you know, and vice right, versa. Yeah, yeah. How many how many tables is and this pair of shoes worth? You know, and that's why money has to. That's why money is so necessary because sometimes you get someone who who crafts beautiful lounge like couches and and tables and furniture, right? And then you got another person who makes paper, and so. How do you how do you equivocate the value of those two things, and that's where money comes into it. Yeah. And it's not to say that your that your money is is the is the exact value, but it's just an approximation of how can I I only want okay the the, the guy the couch might be worth one really beautiful piece like of furniture might be worth uh, let's say three grand. Not even financially. Let's say oh, it sure. might be worth I don't know five thousand sheets of paper. Right. But what the fuck is the the, the carpenter going to do with 5,000 sheets of paper? He only needs 10, let's say, for instance, or 100 maybe. He only needs 100 sheets of paper. So what tool can you use in the means like to be able to actually make that exchange more more balanced? Yeah, sure. And that's where money comes money in. Comes in yeah. And yeah. so that, that's, it's, it is a necessary yeah. tool for that. But yeah. it's yeah, it's money is not the... The price of something is not the value of the thing. The price is just, I guess, a way of... Um, you know, making the the transaction as balanced as possible yeah. for those, and yeah, I, I think you're absolutely there is a distinction, and, I, and I'm not necessarily versed enough. I've you know obviously studied a little bit of economics, and I know a little bit about what I'm talking about, but um, yeah, in terms of value and price, I think that's a really interesting distinction. Yeah. And um, only because yeah. like you come across a lot of people being like, oh, there's it's some people value something more that you look at a piece of art and be like, is a red dot, and someone would be like, I would pay four million dollars for that, and you get someone else being like, that's worth five bucks yeah and it's just that's their value that's what they value one loves art and appreciates the depth and the whatever it is it's in it and then you get someone else who just sees a red dot on a piece of paper i think that's the importance of finding a community of like-minded people or create establishing a network of like-minded people because the people recognize the value that you have right and that's it And, and i think that obviously when you feel as though there is a level of value that you obviously are yeah. You, intrin- you have some intrinsic level of value. If you don't feel that that value is recognized by those around you, obviously you start to feel, feel a bit, de- yeah, you feel devalued in yeah. that particular sphere. So I think, as I say, get like-minded individuals, not to create an echo chamber or anything like that, but just mm-hmm. so that you can actually feel as though your value or what you can offer is recognized and appreciated yeah. and that can help you to actually, to bring, to raise your to value raise yeah. and you can do, you can start to do more, I guess. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a really interesting um so it's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. I didn't. I didn't think that this particular part of the discussion. I thought this would be the fast part of the discussion. Gone <laughs> <laughs> for forty-two minutes. Yeah. Uh, Come on, let's go to the the, the big thing. 
that's yeah, so because I, I, I was also going to mention my because I'm, I'm okay, doing okay. my yeah. post. I, like it's that again. That's probably going to be a longer conversation. So I don't know if we'll be able to do that today. Maybe tomorrow. Um, talk about because I'm basically working on my first post on Substack, which is is kind of daunting. It's a little bit of fun. Uh, and I'm really glad we bought some books and they're actually supposed to be arriving today. So, so one of my books is one on, apparently it's a, it's, it's like a, a writer's Bible type thing. It's like 64 pages and it, hopefully there's a lot of good juicy information in there that can actually help me with my, um, the way I structure it. Was it highly recommended? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very highly recommended. So hopefully that, yeah, they do arrive today and I can have a flick through it and, I, and make any refinements to my, my posts as, as I need to. I hope it's not too long. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of different things going on in my mind with this at, at the moment that I'm, I'm myself, I'm overcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe I can share a bit more of that tomorrow. Sure. Uh, yeah. But obviously, like I said at the start, to like there's a bit of a teaser and a, a long teaser now. Sorry, it's taken 45 minutes to get to it. <laughs> but that was a good conversation. I really enjoyed that. Yes, I think we had to get there anyway. We did. Uh, Did you write that down so we can discuss it off, I, off air? Yeah. Value and and price. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did. I did write it even just for the title and the description. So oh. after the time we're going, <laughs> we're going through this, and I, I get to the end, and because I, I have to write the description for each episode, I'm like, the fuck did we talk about? And like in the first so 15, 20 notes, minutes, yeah. so I'm just writing notes oh, down. Okay. So okay, that's right, that's right. I always wonder what you're writing. I never ask. Sometimes <laughs> I'm writing things that come to my mind when you're talking, and I'm like, okay, I, got, I want to make a note about, about yeah, that. Sure. Um, but most of the time, it's I'm just making a note of what we talk about so that I can actually describe the video for for anyone yeah. for listeners. Sure. Uh, yeah, so the your lovely friend whose house we are currently staying in mm-hmm. um, uh, told us yesterday that they're going to be coming probably within the next week, week or two, or two yep. um, to you know, start to pack things up and, mm-hmm. and really empty the house out so that it can be you know um, ready for the next, ready for the next yep. you know the people owners, who, yep. the, the owners that's right so that kind of means that our we kind of got more or so more or less confirmed yesterday that we've got either a week a week and a little bit left in the space. Yeah, it took our breath away a little bit. I definitely robbed me Even of my breath. Even though we were like expecting it. We knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, it's like we, it's it's one of those things where I think because the space is actually, it's grown and meant something so significant for us. And what we've established in this last three weeks has been significant, I feel. I feel as though for ourselves. We've refined the, 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 found, the, the base that we created in Buller to something more concrete now where we're actually sitting down and we're talking about your work. We're talking about clients. We're talking about, yeah, my website, posting on Substack, you, you know, taking on, uh, basically knowing what it is that we're actually to do from here on out, from this point, where we're going to refine our focus and put our efforts into. Uh, That's been no small task. And it's been something that I can't believe it's been three weeks because it feels like we've been here for months, months. (laughs) like going through this type type of process. But yeah, basically, obviously we knew this time was coming. Uh, and it's going to essentially mean that we'll have to go back to Buller um, unless something unforeseen happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we obviously ideally want to, we're going to have to go back anyway because even if something did happen from where we're at right now, we were able to move into a different space. We still have to go back and pack our stuff and prepare well, yeah, and move and all that. Uh, ideally, obviously, we'd love to know specifically, you know, where to from here. So we know now that we've got about a week, a week and a half, max, probably two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, you know, let's just bank on a week yeah. um, and and kind of go from there. And, and, you know, so much already happened last week, especially in terms of our work and knuckling down and focusing that, oh God, one more week on top of that, I don't know what we'd be able to achieve, you know. I know that we, yeah, we've been saying this whole time that this space is coming to us and there's opportunities and we feel that there's there's still opportunities in this space for us to kind of really squeeze from it. 
and I have I have no doubt that we will have entirely new insights over this week. That even going back to Buller, perhaps with no with 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 no necessarily like massive opportunities that have really happened for us in the the, the rest of our time here. I know that we've kind of taken everything from this space that we could have, mm-hmm. and obviously that's all we needed. Yeah. Um, to go back to Buller with, and then in Buller, I guess that's where we'll start to continue. Conti- we'll continue this journey, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I guess that more opportunities will open up for us there again because we'll be returning to Buller in a completely different space, yeah. both mentally, uh, financially, um, in terms of our work, work. Uh, than what we left Buller with. Mm-hmm. So it, it will be different this time. Which is really good. And if this space actually just all the, the the only point of this space for us to be in was to refine ourselves and to give us that real direction, uh, then obviously that is how do, you, how do you put a price on that? You know, you can't. Ideally, we want to be going, we want to go into our own space from here. We mm-hmm. don't want to go back and be under someone else's roof. We want to be under our own roof. So, you know, that's kind of ultimately where we're at. And that's why it was a really hard thing yesterday to get the information. We knew it was coming. But for it to actually be there in black and white and say, basically, you know, we're, we're going to come and start shifting within the next week or so. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. I got a, um, I got a flashback from when um, <clears throat> the mandates came in and you, you called me. And because we knew we'd talked about it, like if, if they were coming in, we'd have to move back with your parents and um, it would be like no question. And we already knew what our decision would have been. And, and it's, it's one thing to think about it and know it. When you called yeah. and you said it, said the words, it, yeah, it takes your breath away yeah. and you everything dissolves around you and you're like, yeah, you get hit. And it's so weird because like you knew it anyway, but the reality, and this is the difference between knowing something in theory and yeah. putting it into practice yeah. and actually experiencing it. That's probably the best <laughs> distinction. It's like, you can plan, you can plan, you go, yep, that's what I would do if this scenario happened or I know what I would do here. And if you haven't had experience in it, if it has never happened to you before, you really be very careful <laughs> with what you put out there. And I think with this, that's why yesterday, like, you, 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 all your first instinct was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like, tick, 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 tick. Like, there was like time. Like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? We have to, we have to do this now. And you wanted to get stuff. We've got to do things harder. You got to wait. And I, all of that was going in on within me, but I was just sitting there and watching it. It wasn't that because I, no, I wasn't that bad. I wasn't like that really. Was that your perception? That's just no, because your energy. Yeah, it would have been your energy. Oh, my energy like, for sure. Zoom, yeah, heart, ooh, my heart rate sort of picked heart up rate a little bit. Like, yeah. Maybe you're very chatty, and I'm like, can you just shut up? Like, <laughs> I'm like just shut up because I'm trying to do something here. Like, I'm, I'm come like we knew this was coming, or we knew this was coming, and I'm like, I'm just gonna honor this feeling because I'm just want to sit with it and remember it because how this, and I'm like, what is this? And it's like because we value this space we value we we value this time that we've had we value our work we value our growth we value everything that has happened here and so to have that taken away and it just feels like that happened like again to us like a, a repeat i'm like i'm so sick of being at the mercy of others and it's it's no one's fault this is just like just mm. generally i'm so sick of having like not being in control or having power when it comes to our home when it comes to, and it's not like being ungrateful or anything, but like I'm, this has just saved us. Yeah. I don't know what state we would have been in, um, 
Oh, I just we, we wouldn't have been able to do half the stuff that we've done. We wouldn't have been able to do any basically of what we've been mm. able to do with this space. And that's no one's fault. It's just where you put your focus and what you put out there to manifest. Like we were, man- we were like, we need space. We need space. We need space. We need space. And when we kept focusing on it, we got it. Yeah. And that's the whole point. It's like when you. And we didn't know, like as soon as we got here, we were shaken up. Like it, it still, again, in theory, it'd be like, yeah, it'd be great to have a space. But it took us a week to settle in and being like, how well, are took, we it going? It took us two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. But to settle in and to know how we're going to use this time. And we used every minute very carefully mm. and consciously because I didn't want to fuck it up. I'm yeah. like, if we have one week, we got to work fucking hard. If if this was a, if this was just to have a bit of respite, yep. it'll be a week. Mm. If it's to to um to do something more, and if there's something else that needs to come from this space, it will be longer mm. because it has to be. But if it's not, and this is all we get, I'm happy with it. Whatever we get, I accept, and I am so grateful for it because it has honestly saved us. Well, not only not only did it sort of put us on track with work and where our focus needs to be, mm. um, with with our work and with our money. It, it's given us the routine and it's given us a, a knowledge of how we would actually conduct ourselves during the day if we had our own space. Mm. So it's kind of, it's given us that awareness now that we didn't have when we were in Bula. Cause we've, like I said, we've lived, we've lived out of home before together. Like it's not, that's not, we know that's not a problem. We're not yeah. concerned about that, but no. we haven't lived out of home where we're both actually doing what we want to do yeah. in terms of work. Also managing a, a business managing the finance and managing like life just general living like we haven't done all that before so this i think that's why it took that little bit of extra time to adjust to the flow and how to move around but this last week really being able to implement that has been phenomenal right and so we're coming into week four initially i thought we'd only be here for a week Mm -hmm. um then you know you you were pretty adamant on two and then the two weeks came and we were able to prolong it and we got three and now we're coming into the fourth week. Like it's, I'm so grateful. You're, you're, you're so grateful to your your friend for allowing us this opportunity the and for this opportunity to come. Just, it's, it's incredible. Absolutely. So it's like, obviously it's, it's our journey and it's about our, this is what we need to do. This is, this is us being aware of what we need to do in the moment and then being aware that we have everything we need right now. What do we have around us in order to, you know, to the best of our ability, further what it is that we want to and need to be doing. And this opportunity absolutely arose out of that awareness too. So um, we've Miracles. got, we've got a few, we had to, that's why we, we got to recording so late this morning uh, was, was that we, we had, we had this big, long discussion now knowing this in mm-hmm. light of this information you know, we were down, obviously, we had to figure out a way to pick ourselves up a little bit more and yeah. to, the show must go on type thing, and especially with this podcast too, you know, how are we going to show up in a way that's actually healthy and in a way that's beneficial, not only for us, but for anyone who's actually listening? Yeah. Uh, how do we sort of pick ourselves up? And we just had this big, long conversation about, okay, as being as realistic as possible, what is likely to happen? Well, first of all, what are our priorities? You know, mm. where, what are our priorities in terms of work and money and where we'd like to be and see ourselves. And why. And why. And then establishing, okay, we value our work. We value what we've created here and we want to continue that. We don't want to forsake that because of our, of our other situation. Mm-hmm. So that's our utmost priority. How can we continue this journey? Because it's so self-fulfilling like and gratifying that I don't want to let this go out of fear or out of 
any other kind of negative detracting state that we can fall into. I don't want to fall into a slump when we return Mm -hmm. because we haven't figured ourselves out Mm -hmm. well enough because we've done a lot of that work. I don't want to go back in terms of our mentality with where we're at. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to prioritize? Okay, we know we're going to prioritize our work and this is what we value and is important to us. So how can we do that, pay that respect? Well, let's put that first. Yeah. And What do we need? What do we need in order to do that? Obviously, we really want a space because we we will thrive. It will all thrive if we're able to control our own space and, and be able to operate by ourselves and, and be in accordance with what it is that how we want how it is that we want to be. Yeah. So that's obviously yeah the, the second priority. So what do we what opportunities are around us that we can see that are uh, that we can that we can perhaps predict or be aware of that we can perhaps pull some strings in certain areas of our of our life. And without certain relations and contacts and whatnot, and and try to make something happen, there are opportunities around us that that uh, we discussed utilizing, or at least just just asking certain questions of certain people and seeing if something can happen. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the details of it, no. uh, but you know that that then okay. So we we know we value our work. Now we value a space. So that's probably the second thing, you know. And then just laying out a few hypotheticals about how we'd get a space, where we'd get a space. And the beautiful thing about the way that we've kind of set up our work, what we do right now is that because it has a very heavy prevalent online component, my Substack is online, this podcast is online, your all of your work can be done online. Mm-hmm. Obviously, ideally, you want to have it in face, you want to have face-to-face meetings, Always, yeah. but it can be done online. Yeah. So ultimately, that has given us the ability to live and operate anywhere, anywhere there's an internet connection, obviously. And then, you know, hopefully you can build a bit of a face-to-face foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of just really taking note of what we have, what we've created and, and using that to kind of paint a picture that we can say, all right, now in, in a lot of, you know, hypothetically, nothing, no opportunity presents itself for us in this next week, week and a bit that we're here for. And we return to Buller. Let's not return to Buller empty-handed or empty-minded, whatever. Yeah. And how can we actually put something into into play for us so that we can actually take a little bit more control over the situation and and be able to still be in our power going back and not feel like going back is us losing our power. So that's what we really had to talk about and discuss this morning. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we, we came up with a few plans, a few hypotheticals and saying, all right, at least I know and it gave us direction for the rest of our time here as yeah. opposed to us falling down and going, what's the point? Yeah. Because it could very easily, it could, I felt that kind Both of nihilistic ways. pull yeah. last night with it when it kind of went it, that in that moment when your breath's taken away a little bit from it and you're like, what's the point then? Yeah. Let's let's just go we back and we'll just we'll figure it out again. But it's like, no, no, that's not what we've done. That's not what we've built and that's not what we're about. So... That was a really important thing for us to be able to really nut that out this morning, and so that's that's kind of what we did. Yeah. We, I guess, set a few action plans in place that we can we can see yeah. that within our knowledge and understanding and awareness of things that we can do. Yeah. But in doing that, I think it helped us to create a little bit of separation between where we are here and where what we will do then. Yeah. And so the, in that sort of separation, that's again where we value the role of uncertainty in our in our life and in our experience. That's where, okay, now I feel a little bit free. I feel a bit lighter. I can surrender easier to the situation and we can go forward with the rest of our time here and be open Mm -hmm. to any other opportunities that actually might come our way in terms of income, uh, our own space, location, all that type of stuff. I don't know what can happen in this period of time because so much has already happened. Why? Who knows what could, what's going to happen next type thing. Yeah. 
anything can happen in this uncertainty. It's really funny because I don't... Do I, I explain have, that all well? Yeah, I okay. think so. Um, and it, it's what happens when you have that really... That, that you have a goal. So like we know what we want. We want the space. And we want the certain things. In order to do that, you can like, okay, what's my what's the, the plan that I know that is possible? And then when you see it and you come like become like kind of you accept it, like, okay, yeah, if that happens, that's okay. I know what I'm gonna continue to do. Because this is the approach we've taken nearly like a, quite, quite a few times now. We've planned something, made sure that okay, when we're there, this is what there's obviously something in it for us. Yeah. And when we went back to Bulla, like from Bacchus, we we knew that this is now we have the time to work on ourselves. We obviously have this obviously we need time and this space for a reason and we utilize that and we figured something out. And when it got to a point where it was enough for us and then we got sent here. Like because and it's like in each of those moments we're like, okay, even when we came here, when we needed it, we also it wasn't just for what we wanted. We was like, yeah, we wanted, we needed space, we needed space, we needed space. I'm putting that out there though and also not knowing how it could happen. It, it mm. happened. That's why when the, the, the magic of the power of your thoughts and the power of your intentions and the power of our words, everything, everything that the universe hears you, the universe hears every single thing that you say and give attention to. It's like where your focus goes, energy flows. It's so true. And there was an incident yesterday, yesterday or the day before? Day before. The day before, where I, um, it, the sun was out. It was really beautiful. And I want to share this because this is something that was very potent and like hit me just as much as it hit me when, when you pulled me up on um, that money belief. And uh, it was a beautiful sunny day. And I'm like, I'm going to go outside. But all I had was a, my um, singlet dress that was real. I've had it since... God, it was like eight years or nine years. I bought it in France, H&M in France. I remember I've had it for that, for that long. And I put it on. As soon as I put it on or I looked at it, I'm like, I'm so sick. And this was just a, just a thought and just something that I like. I was like, I'm just so sick of having old clothes. I'm so sick of having hand-me-down clothes, old clothes, things that, you know, that I don't actually resonate with. And it was just a moment and then it was gone. And then um, later I went outside, I did my reading, yeah, like sat in the sun a little bit and then I brought we brought Maya out and because like she's not allowed to go out so I was holding her and of course um a motorbike drives past and she gets scared and I'm holding her and making sure that she doesn't run away and I'm holding her and meanwhile she's ripped like scratching me and I'm just trying yeah, to run trying to the to door trying free. to get free yeah. and I'm grabbing her I'm holding her and I you know and I probably put her inside and then I look up not realizing that she scratched the hell out of me put blood like there's just like the <laughs> scratch marks yeah. all over me yeah and not just that, but it's torn my dress. Yeah. And I started shaking because it wasn't about her scratching yeah. me. I wasn't in shock. The fact that um, she scratched me and the, the what you get. I was shocked that how the universe just heard me and was like, yeah, you are over it and so am I. The universe doesn't want me to be poor. The universe doesn't want me to have hand-me-down shit anymore. It's asking me to step up and keep, like, oh, I can't tell you, I get goosebumps, like, that's why I was shaking. She's so like, why are you shaking? And I'm like, could not my whole body. Cause I was like, it's not just about the scratches. I'm like, they fucking hurt. Of course it was this kill me. Right. I'm like, Oh my God. And there's blood. And, and I'm like, Oh my God. But I'm not, I am not focused on that. I'm focused on this, this, the huge tear right in the center 
where you can't miss it or hide it in the middle of my dress. And I knew that that was the universe going, I'm sick of it too. And I'm sick of you lowering and settling for this shit that you don't, you don't, you don't value this. This isn't you anymore. And it's, you, I'm breaking free from that. And so I had to sit out in the grass, sit in the sun and just let that soak in. And I'm like, the power of our words and thoughts, if we give focus to it, it responds. Mm. The universe fucking responds. And it was both scary because I was like, oh my gosh, there is, we really have to be careful now with everything we say. We're <laughs> out there and we're going to check ourselves all the time, even more so than we're doing because that's how powerful it is. If you are saying yes and no to things that don't align with you, you are practicing that. You're, you're, that's what you're doing. You're putting that out there. You're, put, giving, you're asking for more of it. And literally where our focus goes, if we're going to focus on being afraid of being back at Bula, if we're going to be afraid of not having the energy or being stifled or what, whatever, whatever was coming up, that's what we're going to get more of. We're going to create that. I put myself in a state of fear yesterday because I was like, okay, no, I might do a reading on it because I'm freaking out because I don't want to go back and I'm, I'm trying to resist it and resist it and resist it instead of just sitting there taking it like we did today like you, you say, because I didn't, I didn't want to go there. I wanted to avoid it. I'm like, no, no, it's not happening. And that's the dumbest thing to do in a situation when it's confronting you to avoid it, turn away and be like, I don't believe you. It's like, that's so stupid. It's ignorant. And it causes you more harm, which it did. It put me in a state of stress and I had to calm myself down. And I, had, I did a whole spread on it and it, I didn't feel any better. It was just really ridiculous. And this morning you took right, you took charge and you said, okay, you know what? We have to face this. This is where my, my sy- systematic realism comes in. <laughs> yes, and it comes in handy. And I'm very grateful yeah. for you to do that because it helped, it, it's helped me to calm down. Well, I think because obviously we can, we can look at Bulla as in, in one light, you can see it as a failure of us to take to take some opportunity that presented itself to us that obviously we missed an opportunity. And so our return to Buller means that we failed in a sense in this space. And you can, you can view it as a a failure in the sense of our work, what we're doing, what we're moving towards, Mm -hmm. or you can, you can see it as well. It could also be a necessary part of our longer term success. We don't know. You ultimately don't know what's something. All you can do is pay as much attention and be as conscious in the moment as you can be to what's around you and take what opportunities present themselves. We've taken every single opportunity that's presented itself to us here. We haven't missed anything. This obviously is just a necessary thing that has to happen. Mm-hmm. But our perspective, our mindset towards it needs to be in, in a productive way. Yeah. The only way it would become a failure or a step backwards is if we were returning with the same mindset that we left with. Exactly. So that's the only way that it could actually be a back step. Physically, we're going back to a space that we don't want to be in. Yeah. Sure. But mentally... And this also, this isn't also like anything to do with um, the place itself. Like no, it's no, not, no. It's not, a, it's not an awful place. No. It's, it's just... Uh, yeah. Obviously, like we've just we just want to we want to move on with our lives and we mm-hmm. want to live our lives like like you said, not beholden to someone else's yeah. space. We want to be in our own space and to be dictating and determining exactly how we utilize our space mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. That's something that we really want to do. We're married, we want to start a family at some point. Mm-hmm. We want to feel like we're more in control of our of our space and able to utilize it to the best of our ability. And for that not to be a fucking fear anymore. I'm so over it. <laughs> so that, that the so obviously because you've got the physical element and if you entirely identify with that physical or material element of your life then obviously you become very governed by your material circumstances and so this is something that I've had to be overcoming as well in this time mm. and to say if if okay if 
the, the material reality that you're experiencing right now determines your level of success or failure, well, then you could absolutely say that that material reality that we were experiencing in Bula, we were able to move ourselves out of it. So in that short-term section of our lives, we got to we got to say, hey, we've succeeded, we've achieved some level of success because we've gotten materially, we've gotten what we wanted. But now it looks like we're going to materially return to that same situation mm-hmm. or to that same place. And so we could look at that and say, that's a material failure. But that's not the only element of our lives. I think spiritually, obviously, there's there's a, there's an entirely spiritual element of our lives that we often miss. And so I think that that is something that your perspective on something, your the whole vibe you have with something, the, the your like you said, the focus and the way that you talk to yourself and you are with a certain in a certain situation, your yep. mindset. Yep. If you can have approach the material situation with the right mindset in a, in a proper inner state, well, then every situation obviously becomes a step forward, can mm. become a step forward. And it's a more, I find that's a more healthy way of viewing things. It means that every, every situation you encounter has meaning for you. Yep. And I think that if we go, we're going back to Buller in a different headspace and we've created something for ourselves here and we can go back with the, the space that we've created, mm-hmm. the headspace that we've created for ourselves mm-hmm. and the work that we've created, the focus that we've created. We are so much wealthier now than we were spiritually than we were when we came here yeah. so it's not a back step because now we're taking that wealth into a new situation because yeah. it's materially it's the same environment but it's where we're in that same environment we're different we're yeah. going to be different in that same environment so it's going to be a different experience in a different experience. situation exactly. so that being the case it's not a back step it's mm-hmm. actually still a part of our forward motion as we go through life right now and if it's something that is necessary well then so be it yeah. now that being the case that being the case what we did, what this morning we were able to do was to really solidify, fortify that mindset so that we could be at peace here for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And we could know that we're not taking a step back and going back there. It's actually still a step forward. forward. It's a different situation now that we have to encounter and we have to go through yeah. and, and experience so that we can actually benefit from the result of it. Now, that being the case, it has soothed us and our anxieties from last night into mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah. And put us on on a bit more of a solid ground. It's, having said that, materially still, that's not our ideal. We don't want that. Yeah. Now, because it's given us a bit more ease, I think it's enabled us to relax a little bit more with the rest of the time we've got here and to once again put ourselves back on solid ground and go, let's keep going. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's keep going. Because anything can happen in the meantime. Now, just because it seems like the most likely event is going to be that we're going to go back to Buller does not mean that that is what's going to eventuate. And at least we have realized and we've uh, we've talked through and we know what the plan would be should that be the case. Yep. And we know that it's not going to be for nothing and it's not a back step. Mm-mm. So that's really what we've, we've worked really diligently on this this morning <laughs> to put ourselves in a, in a more healthy and vibrant state. state so that we can just continue to knuckle down and go forward. And because uncertainty is still, we're still abundant with uncertainty at this point in time. Yeah. So anything can happen. Okay. We just have the, we have given ourselves a bit of peace of mind mm-hmm. with the situation. Yep, if that was to happen. Which was necessary because we yeah. need the peace of mind in order to, I think, observe, going, yeah. to, to keep going and yeah. then to observe the opportunities that arise as a result of the fact that we've kept going. How many scenarios did go, went through your head when we found that out? Uh, did you do, well, I did the scenarios. And in, like when it went in anything, scenarios are classic. It's like when you, when something happens, like, oh my God. And then you, you, in your head, you create a scenario that you think is going to happen, which is not necessarily true. 
And like yesterday, I was going through like three, four, five, six, seven scenarios, all which are probably not true. And even if they were, it wasn't making me feel good or feeling empowered or feeling anything. If anything, it was actually um, d- deflating me. Yeah. And I was, I was, it was, uh, I was actually becoming powerless yeah. of the situation, and I was giving it all yeah. my power. When I'm like, okay, well, if we, ha- we have a week, we've got a week, or a week and a half, we might have two weeks still. Yeah. Calm down. It's not happened yet. <laughs> Calm down. It's just information. Yeah, exactly. It's just information. It's just a message, probably to like, light a bit more fire under us. I don't know. Maybe it is something that has to, like, something else will come and will occur. We've, we've you know, I've, we know this is, if this was to happen, this is what we do. This, this, and this, we know exactly what we would do. Though every time we plan something, it never really goes. And, and that's the other thing too, right? Is that you can have a plan and you can you can lay something out and say, all right, if this happens, then this is then we will do this. This is how we will respond yeah. to it. And I, that, that's a good thing to do. I think it's a great thing. It's a good thing to have an idea, an understanding, especially if it's com- if you, it's building your confidence yeah. and you're feeling good about if, if it. Your own peace of mind, so that you're mind, you're not yeah. going into something blind. I think yeah. that the the only thing worse than going back is going back blind, and so. We've we've we're not going back blind now. No, so just the, like hoping that everything's going to be fine. Yeah, no, 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 no. We've set ourselves up. We know we've we've got ideas and awarenesses, and, and financially we'll be okay. Yeah. And and physically, of course, we'll be okay. And mm-hmm. it, and we'll, we'll do with it because we'll have to because that's the situation we're going to be in, right? Because but for, how for we are in that situation, yeah. how we are in that situation is what the important thing is, and making sure that we put ourselves on on proper footing when it comes to our focus. So we've done that, but. There's still so much that can happen between now and then. Mm-hmm. So much has happened since we've been here. I said that two week adjustment period. Yeah, we necess- we didn't necessarily put ourselves about any specific work, but we kind of tied off so many loose ends for ourselves. And then the last week, we were able to benefit from that and really start to implement things. And that's what I mean. Going back there, it's going back there in a material sense, but we're actually going forward into this space with yeah. this new wealth of knowledge and and what we have. And that's something that again, I because. You know who I am now is entirely different to who I was three weeks ago. I feel different. I have a different outlook. I have a different perspective and appreciation for things. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I'm I'm more aware now of my my material demons, which are like, oh, this is this is a failure. This is a backstab. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 it's not. And I'm I have I, I would like to think that I'm a, I'm acquiring a, a more healthier perspective when it comes to abundance and when it comes to wealth and what we're aiming towards. Mm-hmm. And it puts value in all our material situations, no matter what they necessarily are. And so that I think has been a big part of how I've been able to kind of overcome that initial, yeah, those, obviously in those moments where it gets unexpected or the thing that you knew was going to happen gets confirmed for you. Because sometimes the ignorance to the eventuality is easier than the actual awareness that it's, it's inevitable. And and when that actually gets confirmed, even though you knew it was coming, it's mm. it's just everything comes up. And yeah, I mean, I didn't have scenarios. It's for me because pa- perhaps, perhaps going through scenarios and hypotheticals soothes me. Yeah. So in those moments where I'm not right. soothed, I kind of, sure. like I said I lose everything. You're right. Okay. So I don't. It's that's why I sit there and I get chatty. I get chatty because I'm trying no, to. I'm like, can you just stop talking? I'm trying to deal with my inner, like my all the scenarios that are going. Because my, my, my coping, my coping is like strategizing. All right, all right. This is the what yeah. happened. How are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And just talking, trying to figure it out. And I start babbling. And, and I was like, it's too soon. Just, just like I'm so overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm like stressing. I'm like, I'm, I'm in a. 
I'm not in this state to have that conversation. I was too overwhelmed. It's just another another way that we're polar opposites is that <laughs> is that you internally start strategizing and I internally go blank. And then yeah. you externally try to go quiet so that you can quieten can, down the yeah, strategizing. Yeah. And I externally yeah, external. go babbly so it's that so I can annoying. begin to strategize. I know. I'm like, it's really just, I'm like, no, just shut up. You're like, so no, funny. but we need to. I'm like, no, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Because I can, like my fear and your fear at the same time, like because we're expressing it differently. Yeah. You're all intertwining. That's why I was like, can you shut up? You're in fear. Can you not? Talk, no this isn't the end you're like i know it's not the end i'm just i'm like no is it? yeah <laughs> and it's all just meshing and i like yeah no nah. but that's it's just interesting because i can't talk because otherwise i get i convince myself yeah and it's it's like too yeah it's too much as my internalizing and like okay set all a line okay yeah. and I just observe observe the the inner voice that's what i was doing i was just observing the whole situation from a different perspective mm. i wasn't even like like I was connecting with what I was feeling, but I wasn't reacting to it. I was just seeing it and watching it yeah. because I had to. Otherwise, I probably would have had a breakdown or meltdown. I would have so cried funny. or something. It it's just so funny so how stupid. different we are. And like how, how just again, even that manifested itself as our difference manifested itself for us in our, in our <laughs> initial few response. But this morning, we were able to come back to it with a bit more calm and we were able to work through it and strategize and put ourselves back in the right focus and the right mindset so that we actually, we've still got so much time here if we think about it. Yeah. We can say it's only a week, but like I said, that week, that three weeks that we've already spent here has felt like months. Even like every day that we do. And I'm like, I want this to be my life. I yeah, want like I, I every want single this, day to I be like this. I want this to be my life. I'm want, loving this. Yeah. I, I want this. The way we, the what like three weeks feels like six months. I want that all the time. Yeah. I, I want to know that. I want to feel that. I want to, because that's like, that's how I want to live. I want to live on the edge. I want to live in uncertainty, not like in like everything uncertain, but uh, like, hmm. Uh, you don't want to know everything that's going to happen. You don't no, want to be predictable. No, I don't want to, but I want to grow. I want to grow and I want to grow on our, on our terms and in our space with, with, with our goals and our stuff and our family. And that's what I want to do. I, I can't wait to, to see what our little ones look like and how we, where we're at and how, what we've built before they've come in. Cause I'm like, if I, I just, it would be so irresponsible if we just, you know, if we weren't careful in certain areas like that, it's like, it is so like what our focus is literally like, how can we make the best life for our children? And, and like, how do we want to live? I'm like, I am choosing a different way to live. Hmm. Like I'm choosing everything that I don't know. All the things that I know is what I don't want. (laughs) So everything is going to look different, feel different, be different which is really uncomfortable, but also exciting. And the more we do this, the more fulfilling it gets and the more I want it, which makes me more driven, which makes me want to per- persevere more. And we want to sh- I want to share it more. I want to encourage it more because there are, we're not the only ones that want a better life, that want a different life, that want or just try something new or just, you know, like everyone has dreams. I've always had a dream. I've been terrified that my dreams will stay dreams. Mm. And now like... I feel like my dreams are closer than ever. They're actually, I'm living them. I'm living this. I never thought that I would, I would be here experiencing this and be at this level of growth and actually have something that I want to want to do hmm. for the rest for the rest of my life and, and actually allow it to grow and expand. And for me to, I never thought that I would get to a point where I accept my limitations. The, that sentence never in my mind would I have thought that I would have had to accept limitations. It doesn't make sense. However, it took experience to understand everything you have now is valuable. But when you accept that you have everything you need, 
so much more comes to the table. Mm. It's like, this is all I've got. Oh my God, the table has just gone bigger and bigger and bigger. And now mm. you've got, there's all these other things on the table, all these other experiences to be had. And it, all this, like, it's just creating that space and connecting and being intuitive and allowing my, the things that made me weird growing up and the things that separated me are actually the things that I appreciate most about myself. And I'm not afraid of them anymore. Yeah. Like that, this is what I want. I, I want this all the time. I want this space. I want to grow every single day. I want every single day to be different. That's probably, I'm inclined that way. I can't, I've never been able to have a nine to five, a stable job. It hasn't worked. I have, it hasn't lasted longer than for full time, probably like six months to a year. I was lucky to get to a year. And I always remember like, I couldn't, I never went to like Christmas parties. So I'd always like leave before or something. It was just so weird. And I'm like, because it didn't work for me. I was getting, it was too boring. Nothing was happening. I didn't feel like I wanted to grow. Like, for me personally, that's not the, it didn't feel good. And this feels good. I want change. I want, it's probably my Sagittarius moon too, wanting to feel different things and experiencing different things all the time and exploring my thoughts and visions. And that's just part of what I want. And I'm embracing it all. And it's actually doing me like more of a benefit than I thought before where I thought it would actually be scary that no one would like me. And now I don't actually care that people don't like me or people don't want to hang around me and I'm isolated. I don't actually care as long as I get to do my work and that's all I care about. Because I keep trying to tell you how much of a bitch you are and you just don't want to listen. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's good though. Um, It's like liberating yourself from your own expectations or from your own thoughts about how things should be and it's like no this is what is and this is what this is how i am in yeah. what i like and, and what it, i am and it does take time to get here it yeah. does take this perseverance because this is a level that i've gotten to but oh my god i, I know that because I, I want more which means that now I'm, we are in totally un like unknown territory now like for we were for us, for, us yeah. for ourselves at the moment and um like, but up until this point now that like, I'm literally letting go of everything. Like I was shedding old things, like things that I didn't want anymore, you know, um, like stupid shit. You know, when you start doing self-work, you're like, okay, well I need to be a little bit different. And you start doing, you take one step and another step. But like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, everything needs to go. Everything is falling away and I'm becoming completely a new version of me, the more me, but like all of that. And it, it hurts and it's scary, but I'm getting to the point. I'm like, now I'm in getting into completely uncharted territory. Uh, and nothing is familiar for me from here on out. Yeah. As soon as we got here and left there, it w- I knew that something here was going to shift the course of our, of the direction of our life. Mm. And that was, and I, it was terrifying because I'm like, this is the beginning of like, yeah, uncharted territory, whatever's next that we have not experienced. Like we haven't experienced any, but then we've had the comfort of, you know, our families to, you know, and, and the people that we know to kind of, now we actually, we really do feel like we're on our own because we're taking charge of our lives and we can't rely on everyone. We can't rely on everyone. We can't rely on people to take care of us. We can't rely on... We have to take responsibility for ourselves. Yeah. We've got to look it's after not a negative. That's not a negative, or, not a or, negative. A, or a smear against anybody. God, either. no. No. Like, we appreciate them. I want to appreciate... But I'm not going to put that on them. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Um, I'm not put pressure on everyone else to... Or, or our parents to, to, to help us. I'm not going to do that. Or, or to not to help us, but take care of us and rely on them. I'm like, yeah. no. That's not, that's not why I do my work. The whole point of me doing my work is to empower I got to empower myself and I got to empower you and we got to empower yourself and we're working together. That's what we're doing. So we got to take life by the balls and, you know, step out like the fool on the fool card is just on the top edge of the mountain, just about just smiling away and just hoping that he'll be caught. Yeah. Hoping that he'll be just guided. 
And you know what? We've fallen and fallen and fallen, but we got up every fucking time. Yeah. And we're in the mountains now. Like, I have no idea where we're at. I have no idea. But I'm so excited. It's it's every day brings a new adventure. And I love that because it yeah. actually gives me more juice. Hmm. <laughs> I, I love it too. I, I, I love this too. I mean, despite my inclinations towards structure and towards you know, certainty a little bit and safety, like that kind of thing. I actually, I just, I love it. It's so mm. much more uh, exciting. exciting. It, it gives you more, I think that when things are a bit less predictable, when there's space for the unpredictable to happen, it's just, it, things become so much more exciting. And like I said, we've created a bit of that backbone, that bit of that structure now for us and that awareness um, for, for whatever the heck happens next from here. <laughs> and we've got we've run a whole bunch of hypotheticals. We kind of know what to do and how to be and all that sort of where to put our focus. So now it's just time to surrender to that, allow that to kind of be, and then for the situation to come to us on its merits mm-hmm. as, we, as we experience it each day from here on out. And I, yeah, I would not be surprised if something does happen uh, well, you know, between now and, and the, our last day in this space, mm. I would not be surprised at all. But if nothing does happen and we do return, I know that we're going to be okay. And that'll be for our highest good. And it's going to be for our highest good, exactly. And we'll because continue. Because that's what we've asked for, yeah. And we will continue. We so. Will continue. But anyway, so that was, the, that was the, the biggest news, I think, out of the last couple of days. I think we're going to just continue to podcast seven days a week rather yeah. than have that because I, I really miss it on the Monday that we don't do it. Yeah, I was a bit bored yesterday. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I feel unsatisfied. <laughs> We'll talk a bit more about my Substack and where I'm at with that tomorrow, tomorrow I think, because yeah. that, that's important too. And I want to discuss my sort of self-limiting beliefs. And, I have questions to ask you as Yeah, well. good. And I really want to, I do want to get into that because I, I, we, we, we talk a lot about your stuff and I don't want it to feel like we're getting away, I'm getting away without having to deal with my stuff. No, I want you to, I want, yeah, no, let's do it. Tomorrow's <laughs> Logan's day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, every day is, every day is just its own day and it's, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. I just really, I do really enjoy this process and it's very fulfilling. It's fun to be able to, it feels like sort of alchemizing and finding mm. the gold in every sort of experience and situation that we, we're in. It's very fun. And then to be able to share that, it's like, it just feels like it's 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 a privilege on the one hand. On the other hand, it's almost a burden because then we have to hold ourselves accountable to it. Because <laughs> every now and then, like I, I, sort of, I went into the shower yesterday because I was like, ah, I feel like I need to wash all this like fear off me. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's, I'm in there and I'm like, what the fuck are we going to talk about in the podcast? I'm just going to feel like such a fraud sitting down there and having this discussion tomorrow talking about this. So I was like, we have <laughs> oh, to talk about happened. it. <laughs> complaining so funny yeah. but anyway that's uh that's that's where we're at and that's uh yeah all's fun yeah and all is well all is well it will be well i love you i love you oh wait oh sorry um uh, my Substack. stack <laughs> our details will all be in the description but my Substack stack is com. Uh, the link's in the in the notes. Our email address is itppc at protonmail.com and my Instagram is logan.d.gray. So get in touch. And my Instagram is yuja.gray and my website is yuja.gray.com. If you, want a, if you want a session with Yuja, please go to her website and get in touch because it's uh, fantastic, fantastic value. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Thanks, honey. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Blessed day. Bless the rest of our time here. Woo! Bless you, listener.